We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't spill that beer Oh no, I almost did Dude, that was almost, very close That was very close On the countertop of the new bar, too It's not even stained yet It's not even stained yet Hey, but we do have stain and paint So we're, we're getting there we are getting there. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Call Podcast. My name is Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Talk about a train wreck. It was almost over before it began. I know. It just beer everywhere. Well, it, it wouldn't have been as big of a train wreck as when you slid down the stairs butt first, broke your phone, shattered a few glasses. Like, that was that was probably the roughest start and, to a podcast. And worst of all, lost four Budweiser's that day. Fallen soldiers. Fallen soldiers. We uh, we appreciate your service, Budweiser, as you treat us well every week on this Friday. Uh, this is the podcast, in case you're just joining us for the first time, where Nick and I try to do this podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. So, Nick, I don't know where to start tonight. We got, you know... We got a lot of stuff uh, happening. Uh, had a had a crazy weekend last weekend. Um, what was last weekend? We uh, we pulled out the old. Uh, we went to the old stomping grounds. Oh. We went to what uh, I think we've talked to the the Holy Trinity. We we accomplished that, and then we added one more stop to that list. There is now a, a Hispanic bar above the late night taco shop that nobody knew about until we just stumbled in there after our third stop so it was the holy quatrinity i don't i don't, I, think I don't that's know that's the way you're gonna have to find a new word yeah i don't i don't know exactly what that would be but the holy quattro i don't know so we uh so we stumbled into there and that was a wild time and then uh pretty good lots of dancing it was act- so it's, it's usually very a thing in like latin culture yeah of, no so there was a dance floor. it was a, it's very small very small footprint and i don't think a lot of people realize that it's a, like an actual bar and so we go up there. They got the bartender. They got drinks. There is a small dance floor. They got a DJ. Um, but our buddy Sean and I decided to go up there. And we were the only white guys. The only... No, there was a white woman. There was one white woman there. But yeah, we were we were very much in the minority there. And Sean was like, hey, man, I think this is a very Latin bar. And I was like, I don't care. I'm having a great time. And so we just stuck around and I made a bunch of new friends. So that was a, a great old time. A man of culture, I see. Dude, I, for you. if I could move somewhere that wasn't the United States, I would like to go spend some time, and I've told you this before, Latin America. I would love to go to Latin America. Specific country or just Latin America? Latin America. I mean, I, why? Why? I just, I like the culture. I like the, the people, the, I don't know. It's just different. They have an energy that's weird. I mean, so after I spent my summer in Germany with ton of mexicans i think there were 17 people from mexico in my exchange program in germany like they were just all like just so energetic and just ready to do things it it was just different they just have a different vibe and i I love it i'm here for it are you saying i'm boring um that's what i'm getting the vibe i'm getting you don't want to hang out here anymore you don't want to be around i didn't i didn't want to bring this up on the podcast um this is horrible (laughs) this train wreck (laughs) keeps coming there's more cars but it's crashing right so, now. Anyways, uh, I would definitely like to go back to that bar at some point. I don't know if 
when it will be, but I think it would be fun to go back there. Um, I also don't want to start bringing in too many white people because I don't know if they're going to enjoy that. And like, I don't want to like take over the Latin bar. Um, but I had a great time there and they seemed to like Sean and I, at least I think, I don't know. But so we walk in and the DJ, I speak enough Spanish to where I can kind of understand when what people are saying to a degree I, I can't speak it well but i can understand it and so we walk in and we go to the dance floor where the dj's at and i see the dj eyeing sean and i and then he says something out to the general public and, and i heard some stuff with that indicated he was talking about us mm-hmm. and um i just looked at him and i like pointed at him like hey like I, I, I can understand what you're doing and like he, he, his face kind of like sharpens up real quick and he like turns to the DJ next to like because he, he was on and then he had a guy playing records or songs or whatever and he turns to him and he's like said you know kind of mumble something and then he like just goes back to doing his normal stuff so I think he he was either one confused or two um, he was like oh like he didn't know if I was Latin because there are a lot of actual like Mexicans that are very, very, very white. They look very white. This is what? Oh, okay. I, yeah. yeah. So, so for example, this girl came up to me and she was just like staring at me like, and I think she was trying to figure out, was I like Hispanic or was I white? And I don't think like, I look very white, but there are some I think I've ever seen that we had a couple of them in our program over in Germany that yeah, were very interesting very white looking like if you if you dropped them in the middle of indianapolis walking around you would not know that they were hispanic hmm. weird like they just didn't have that complexion they were just very white so anyways that was uh that was a good time would be interesting have you ever seen those videos on facebook of the guy uh it's like a, a white guy that goes over to china and he'll go over there and speak like perfect mandarin or at least quote unquote what the video says perfect mandarin or he'll speak like these random uh i guess like old uh, Chinese dialects. Yeah, around yeah, I've seen that. Dude. And like the, and they're like so thrown off by it, but they're amazed. I, I wish I could do that. The only yeah. problem, and the only problem in America is that I don't have a real reason to, especially not like in the Midwest. There's not a real reason for me to learn other languages because I can drive three hours in any direction, and I'm still in America where they're speaking English. Yeah, whereas as opposed to europe yeah you drive three hours in any direction you could be in a completely different country with a completely different language yeah so you know in same thing i could be said for latin america is that like latin american countries typically except for brazil they speak portuguese but everybody else speaks spanish like they don't really have a reason to learn another language except for english because it is the universal like language communicator yeah so yeah, i would agree so i don't blame like them for not knowing a ton of other languages if they don't it was weird though when we were in germany it was 50 50 whether or not people knew english or people knew spanish so really like, spanish was another one like a, a i guess the third major language yeah and i don't know why but there what? were times where we would ask do you speak english to to the german server like if we were at a restaurant they would say no but i speak spanish but then they, we would ask them do you speak spanish and they're like oh yeah and so then the mexican and so then our mexican friends would just take over the conversation and start talking Spanish with them. And Is the, there a reason why there are so many like Mexicans in your uh, program? Like, um, Is there a reason why they were going over there? Because there's some tie between that and that's the reason why there's so many Germans that speak Spanish? I think it was very similar or, to our college having like a sister university over there. 
Okay. So like the we went to our sister university to study abroad, and I'm sure they sent some people over to our program. But then the Mexicans, I think, had the same program. So we had mm. people from Mexico, Singapore, a um, couple Canadians, um, and then the U.S. It's just super interesting. I mean, the tie between the two. I don't know if it's a workforce thing. Uh, maybe it's a manufacturing thing, and there's a lot of manufacturing in uh, Mexico. Well, there is. And it, like, there like, definitely is between the U.S. and uh, and Mexico, I know, but... Yeah, and well, in our the the kids from Mexico, they were engineers. So we went to engineering school. They were also engineers. So they were engineers studying in Mexico that went over to Germany. But it was it was a study of, it was an exchange program for like the summer. So it wasn't like super serious engineering study. That's yeah. the thing. So it was very much like um, uh, humanities, like arts and stuff like that. There was an international business course that I think some people took, but I mean, that was like the most aggressive course. Everybody else, it was like, you had to learn a new language and then you had to study. Um, it was language and then you got to pick your other one. And so like I picked uh, art history. Mm -hmm. I'm so, falling asleep just thinking about that. Oh, it was actually pretty interesting. Did like, you go to Louvre? No, we we walked I by that would be like a, a a field trip. So the way the so the way that it worked was not well. So we were in Southwest Germany. So France to take everybody out of Germany would have been probably a pretty tall task. So what would happen is that we would study during the week, and then everybody would take weekend trips to various countries. So like we went to Paris one weekend, and we walked by the Louvre, and the line is just ridiculously long. Mm -hmm. And, and it I bet it's like that year round. Yeah, absolutely. And we were just like, no, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I, I had no interest in going into the Louvre other than to say I went into the Louvre. Isn't that where uh, Mona Lisa is? Yes. But right. do you know how big the Mona Lisa is? It's actually pretty small, right? It's like, uh, this isn't exactly it, but it's like eight and a half by 11. Like it's stupid really small. Really small. And you have to stand like 50 feet back from it. So you could barely see it. You can't even see the brush strokes. It, it just it, looks like a pixelated... Yeah, yeah, it's you're staring at a very small painting from quite a distance away, and then there's a massive amount of people around you trying to take pictures and do all that stuff. So yeah, like that's that's probably the most famous painting in the Louvre, I believe. So I'm better off like taking a screenshot of it online and then like looking or looking at a picture online. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to wait, wait in line to do that, just go on go on your printer. Uh, find a, a eight and a half by eleven proportionate picture of the Mona Lisa, and print it out edge to edge on your paper, and then frame it, and boom, Mona Lisa. And then stand fifty feet away from it, and you'll get the exact same experience. That's a little bit bigger than you think. What is it? Uh, thirty inches by twenty-one inches. Thirty by Basically. twenty-one. It's seventy-seven by seventy-seven centimeters by fifty-three centimeters, which comes out to be thirty. Uh, 30 inches by 20 and 7 eighths inches. That's a little bit bigger than 8 and a half by 11. Okay, a little bit bigger, but still. I, does it say how far away you have to stand from it? It's three times bigger than what you described. That's, but three sheets of paper? Like, again, this isn't this isn't like uh, Sunday in the Park or whatever that, that pixel... The, yeah, the, the dot, a uh, bunch of yeah, tiny dots. Yeah, which is like a massive... Is that Jackson Pollock? I don't even know. No, Jackson Pollock's like the splash painting Whoever, splatter but whoever did that one but yeah no that one's like huge and it's like uh you can see it from a ways away but i'm pretty sure you have to stand pretty far away from the mona lisa for a painting that's about the size of a poster you would put in your room hmm. 
So not worth it. I wouldn't know. It, I, I don't think it's worth it, but I also never went in there. So I'm speaking from my perspective of it was, was not worth waiting in line. What was the coolest thing you think you, you saw? Like what would be, let's say I'm bro- booking a trip to Germany uh, and I've got a month until my trip. What, what am I planning? Um, one of the coolest things we did with, was after Germany, my parents came over and we took a trip down the... Uh, was it a romantic road or something like that? But it's it's with your parents. It, it well, it's the shut up. Kind of weird. <laughs> I forget. I sh- shut up. I I don't. It's something like that. But it's like a bunch of small German villages in Bavaria, and then huh. you, you go on a tour of all of the different like monstrous castles. Oh, that'd be cool. Like you like we went and saw Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty's castle. So the the castle it, it looks like the Disney castle. Yeah, sleeping. that's what it's like modeled after. It's modeled after this castle. And like it was really cool because there was a, a walkway, like it was a nature trail that led to this giant bridge. And then you're just over this overhang and it's just a valley. But then like it's not super far away. I mean, it's maybe a half mile, but this thing is huge. So it looks a lot closer. It's a lot bigger than the Mona Lisa. A lot bigger than the Mona Lisa. But it's just over this valley and you just see this huge castle in the middle of like farmland germany it's just out it's crazy so there's a lot of like old castles that were really cool to see so i thought that was interesting as far as the most fun that we had believe it or not we would frequent a uh, <laughs> a hispanic bar in stuttgart where we stayed stuttgart germany and we went to this hispanic bar like almost every other night and that was tons of fun but again that's not a touristy thing that was just a local thing that we did that had we had a ton of fun venice was very overrated amsterdam was extremely dirty did not like amsterdam at all um but what else was i'm booking my trip you're not (laughs) well that's that's, that's, to do um the most fun that we had were things that weren't touristy that's like that's the the thing is we traveled around and wanted to like experience the culture we didn't want to that's fair we didn't want to go to the museums it's like okay yeah we could have gone and seen the mona lisa but like let's go do something that like so it's kind of like just be a act like you're be like a citizen of germany right yeah i mean it just do things what their daily life would be what they would be doing on the weekend what they would be doing doing during the week other than work yeah it's a little hard when when you're there for you know vacation and they're they're actually like living and working and living a life but we would go to restaurants that the locals went went to we would you know walk around and go to the different shops and like just be like with the local people rather than going to all the touristy things because all you're going to do is you're going to get there and you're going to see a bunch of touristy stuff and some of it's cool yeah but there's so much to see it's like if you want to hit a couple hot spots like if you wanted to go see the eiffel tower like go see the eiffel tower but like don't make that like your whole day like go see it spend an hour or two there whatever and then like move on and go somewhere else yeah it's just it's finding the 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 cool things that are a little bit off the beaten path that are more exciting for me at least but like some people really want to go see the eiffel tower so okay go see the eiffel tower that was also fun they uh they have a bunch of um i'm sorry am i, t- am I telling my story backwards um <laughs> classic <laughs> so at the eiffel tower they have people let me, let me explain that real quick okay before for the listeners you tend to have a a um a habit of telling a story backwards 
Like, you will start with, and that was my favorite thing that we did on our trip. And then you'll proceed to explain the trip and then get to the activity or the day and then to the activity of what you actually did. So here's here's the funny thing. That, I do that. Is, it, it's fun. The, the best way I can describe it is if you've seen a movie where they show you the ending and then they go back to the beginning and how we got to the ending, that's essentially how I tell my stories. But the funny thing is I have tried to tell stories from start to finish and straight up people don't listen to the story. I remember specifically looking at you starting to tell a story and then you just went and started texting on your phone and just didn't ignore my story completely. Only when I say the absurd outlandish comment that you have no idea, no con- you know, concept of what I'm like talking about. But it's not like that's an absurd outlandish comment or like comment. You're like, but, but you and that no was idea. my favorite trip. But you that have was no my I- favorite activity that we did. But you have no idea what I'm talking about. And so now you're just like, now I got to find out what he's talking about. And then I tell the story and you actually listen to the story. I so have had you so straight up saying- ignore me. When I tell a story start to finish, I give you the hook. I, I, I bring you in, right? I, I'm telling you, this is this is the thing. And then we get to that point. I don't think you have enough data points. <sighs> I think I have plenty of data points. There are tons of people out there that tell very good stories that don't tell it backwards. All right. I'm going to give you the opportunity to tell a story, Mr. Story Spinster. Let's, uh, let's hear your crazy story from... from the, the, how about this weekend? Yeah. Let's, let's hear your crazy story. Yeah, let's go. So I'm, I'm on my way to visit with a friend and I'm driving down the road and I'm coming up to a stoplight and over the hill, like in front of me, peaks a cop car with its lights on and everything and I'm getting ready to turn left and it's coming right at me. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here. I can't really do anything waiting on the cop car to come. All of a sudden, from my left comes this red van with its hood dented in slammed in like it had just hit something well the van blows through the red light like right in front of the cop car and then it proceeds to miss its left hand turn and then goes into the grass into a gas station some guy jumps out of the car and like kind of collects himself kind of looks around and I'm like oh that cop car was for this that's weird and so this dude hops out. He starts running away. Then three or four more cop cars come from the direction he was coming from and then park right in front of that gas station and all hop out of the cars and take off running after this guy. How and, many How and many? And then cop I made cars? my left turn. Uh, how many car? <laughs> and, then I, and then I made my left turn. <laughs> it was um, the weirdest yield I've ever had to do. <laughs> it was a blinking yellow for sure. Hmm. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there reviewing the driver's manual. Like, what do I do in this case? Uh, oh, here's a boy chasing a ball across the street. Where's cop car? Uh, yeah, it's around here somewhere. How many cop, yeah. How many cops showed up? Like, how many cops were chasing this guy? Let's see, we had the one coming over a hill, and then we probably had four right behind them. And then after I made left, my left-hand turn, like three more came over the hill. Somebody really made a bad decision, though. Yeah, yeah. He was not doing well. And this is like, uh, I want to say this is a Friday. Oh. Yeah, I think, yeah, it was a Friday. It was a Friday. And it was uh, about 7 o'clock at this point. So this man had gotten into some mischief in the two hours that he, I assume that he's been off work. He was, he was ready for the weekend. A little he, bit too He started ready. off a little little strong. Started off hot. You know, there's there's only one, one way to go after you start off a weekend that hot, and that is downhill. 
quickly. Oh, he went uphill into the gas station. So. Well, actually, if you're okay, so he started off hot, and then he, I'm sure, I'm assuming he got caught. So like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of the caught. valley. That's kind of the valley of your weekend. Yeah. So can it can like it can only go up from there? Maybe? Yeah, a nice warm meal. Yeah, a nice place to stay. It got a little cold over the weekend, a little yeah. chilly. See, there's there's upsides there. Absolutely, a, a, a cot, some a hot meal, and and a roommate. <laughs> and a roommate. All expenses paid vacation that's true to prison very interesting though uh, well uh the the lucky thing is i have a dash cam because i got hit a couple years ago in my truck i got t-boned so after that i was like you know what i'm putting in a dash cam the guy admitted fault so i was good but i'm like i don't want to get in the situation where i get into a wreck and somebody's playing the uh pointing the finger and I have nothing. It's all he said, she said. So I got a dash cam. The good news is I'm pretty sure I have it on dash cam. So we can actually post it. Okay, well, pretty sure and definitely have it are two very different. There is a ninety-five percent chance that I caught it. It's so it's fifty fifty. You might <laughs> no, have it. You not, might we're not doing this the probability <laughs> game. It, it, that's the the that is the result. The result is 50-50, but the probability is not. I disagree. Well, if we do have that... This is why you failed the statistics and probability. I did not fail that. I failed DC circuits. That was something completely different. Um, you do a pretty good job of plugging in the wires. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to calculate the current running through them, though. Like That's the thing. Like So that class, it was the only class that I actually failed in college. And I went to the professor to ask, hey, is there any chance, because I was failing the class before the final. I said, is there any chance that I could do well enough on this final to pass? And she, and she told me I needed a 94 on the final to pass the class. To get a D. Yeah, to pass the class, I had to get a 94. I was doing D very, very poorly in this class. So I was like, well, is it even worth me showing up to the final then? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she goes, no. well, she's like, I mean, I wouldn't spend too much time on it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, sweet. So sweet study shit. She's, session. But she's like, I come in, at least see like the types of questions that are going to be on the final. I was like, okay. So I go in every, like there were some pretty smart people in my class. I was in there for 20 minutes, flipped through all the pages, scribbled some shit down on the paper and turned it in. And I literally looked at her and said, see you next quarter and left. All of these other people in the classroom must have been freaking out like, oh, how did he get, how did he get done so fast? He, he's an absolute moron. How did he beat me? That does fuck with you. Yeah. In so, a test that absolutely fucks with you. So there was one of my uh, resident advisors. What? You're, you're you're giving me weird faces. No, no. Okay, one of my resident advisors We've had got guests in the room. So, oh, yeah. So, oh, anyway, hi guests. Okay, so uh, I guess we're doing a live podcast now. Oh, there's another guest. We are getting an audience. All right, so um, one of my this res- show was filmed in front of a live, live studio, studio audience. audience. Oh shit! A, another <laughs> no, one. No, no. Oh my god! This is actually serious. We have a uh, all. Th- we have oh, quite a few guests now. So. <laughs> so i'm sorry i'm a little distracted um my ra though so he had four finals and we're given two hours for each final was it two or four how many hours did we get four hours we got four hours so he had four hours absurd. he had four finals four hours each 16 total hours he finished all four finals in less than two hours and he Smart got man. aced every single one 
Why did he go to college? I don't know. Just so he should have invented something to save the money. Well, that's the thing. I don't even know what he's doing now. Did you did, look it up? Look did, him up? No. I don't, I don't really think This Facebook. is a day and age where you can find anybody in anything and like, I don't, about you, somebody. Do you use that ability? Because I don't. Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I hate Facebook. I refuse to get on Facebook. I mean, you'll love Facebook because occasionally you'll watch a video and then you'll end up death scrolling a bunch of other funny videos. No, just that's, like what my, that's what my TikTok is for. That's what I'm saying. It's basically TikTok 2.0. The amount of videos that I send to you, to Sean, to various people on TikTok on a daily basis, I'm averaging at least six or seven videos a day just sharing. That's all That's I do. That's a lot. It's a lot. You are single-handedly keeping TikTok alive. Oh, I highly doubt that. I don't think that's accurate uh, at all. Might be a stretch, but whatever. But okay. no, I, I absolutely well, will okay, use like... So, so what, what, do you, what do you expect me to do? I work from home and sometimes I get bored. Uh, I mean, aren't you in sales? I'm in sales. So um, shouldn't you be selling more? Well, technically, I'm an account manager. There is a little bit of a difference, but I'm managing the shit out of my accounts. Let's put it that way. Oh, I gotta, <laughs> I'm managing the shit out of my my accounts. I watched six TikToks today. <laughs> that, Sorry, I, six I'm a is man low. Of, you shared six TikToks. I watched. 140. I am a man of many talents. Okay. So here's one thing that I did find out though. I have to, my territory after moving from Michigan to Indiana grew exponentially. And by exponentially, I mean doubled. Um, as far as the distance that I have to drive, I next, next Wednesday, I have to drive to West Virginia. Okay. I mean, it could be worse. Well, do you Lewis know how Mountains. far, do you, do you know how far West Virginia is from here? Uh, I'm going to say it's about eight hours. Surprisingly, it's only four. It's four hours to the border of West Virginia. Really? Yeah. That's very surprising. Southeast Ohio. That Are you borders, sure you put in the right address? I hope so. But So technically, it's, it's uh, the very most eastern part of Kentucky that borders West Virginia. So like, Oh, okay. So, so you're not going to true West Virginia. I'm not going to the heartland, but still, like, I could literally just cross the river and be in West Virginia. So that's a four hour drive. My longest drive in Michigan was like two and a half. Are you going to take country roads? Country roads take me home to West Virginia. There you go. I'm glad you got that. Otherwise I was going to sound really stupid. Where the cows roam. More stupid than I normally do. But yeah. So, but I mean, so after COVID, I haven't had to travel much. So I work from home a lot and you got mad at me last night when I told you I actually had to go into the office. Funny story about that. I did go into the office today, and the whole point of me going into the office was to take one of our new hires out to lunch. I get to our office, there's two cars in the parking lot, and he is nowhere to be found. And I texted my boss, because my boss said he was going to be there. He was like, hey, take him out to lunch. Show up, hey, where's the guy at? He goes, oh, he probably left already. So I drove all the way to the office to take this guy out to lunch. Didn't. So I literally sat at my desk, texted my boss, waited for her to respond. He left, or like, told me he left. And so I got up and left. <laughs> he probably he probably looked at you. He probably looked you up on Facebook and did like what we were just talking about. Like did his research. It was like, no, nah, fuck that. No, I've, I've, had, I've actually met that guy before. It's possible, but I have met him before. I think we hit it off swimming. It, it's not like the other one that I did accidentally you, hit on. Did you on. schedule lunch with him? No. He, oh, so he didn't. Okay. No, what I was so told was. So it's not like was, he blatantly was like, oh, I'm going to blow him off. No, what I was told was that he will be in the office doing some onboarding stuff. You should, like, if you're in the office, offer to take him to lunch. And I got there at, like, 11. So I was like, oh, that's plenty of time. You know, he's probably doing stuff in the morning, get there at 11, take him out to lunch, and then 
let him finish his onboarding. Apparently, he was done with onboarding at like 9 a.m. Because yeah, I didn't see him or literally anybody else that was at the <laughs> at the office. Do you think it was an excuse or a, a, a play just to get you into the office by your boss? No, my boss told me he was in California, so he's not even mm-hmm. he's even further away from the office than I am. But so you got mad at me yesterday because I, I said didn't get mad at you. Oh, you got a little snippy with me, and I wanted to save this discussion yeah. for the podcast because I said I have to go into the office tomorrow, and you said. Yeah, just like everybody else. And you started getting a little irritated with me because I work from home and you have to go into the office every day. So I posed the question to you. How many people right now actually go into the office every day? Like proportionate, like across the country. Percentage wise. Percentage wise across the country. How many people do you think actually go into the office still? Every day. Every day? Every day. I bet it's at least 75%. At least 75% have to go into the office every single day. At least 75%. I would say... What do you consider the office... Hold on. Let's let's draw this back. Uh, Are you talking like hourly workers, like somebody that works at Amazon, they technically still go into the office. Like they can't work. They don't have the ability to work from home. So they're going in. Okay, that's fine. So there's... So there's a ton of those employees as well. Okay, so you have to make that distinction of if there are people... Okay, so let's say people who... Because there's a a ton of jobs where you absolutely cannot work from home. So that's why I'm weighing in that there are a lot more people going to work at their location rather than working from home. Boy, this was a quick quick argument i will concede that point i didn't i did not think about that when i posed a question yeah, there's, what, a, there's because, a ton of manufacturing i, I mean like well, just in the u.s alone i mean there's and, so much and that's fair i guess i was more leaning towards people who could do their jobs from home that have the ability to do their jobs from home i still it, when i'm thinking about our friends that um have the ability to do that i think the majority of them are still going into work People that have full-time jobs, salary jobs. So it, my perspective is could be pretty off, uh, mainly because I have always... I, I, there was one year out of college I did not work from home, and I did go to the office every day. But since then, I have worked remotely my entire career. So maybe my perspective's a little bit off. I don't know. I think it's gotten skewed. I think it has. I mean, it... I don't know. I, I my I don't get snippy. I don't I don't want I might get snippy, but that's because I go in and I work seven to five o'clock or so. Yeah, I I mean that's fair. It's, a, it's it's some long days. But you you have the advantage of being able to go work out during the day. Yeah. Go uh golf if you want, go golf practice, go simulator, whatever. Well, you can go grocery shop. You could do things during the day, like do laundry if you want. Where, when I'm at work, and the other thing is, when you're at work, you might get your your daily responsibilities done, but then you also have the chance that somebody comes up to you and is asking for help on something else. So it adds to the amount of work that you have to do. My my favorite, I you remember the Reddit post that I read to you where it was the my favorite thing to do at work is when somebody comes up and starts talking to me at my desk, I walk up, walk and grab water, walk to their desk. They in, like naturally just sit down and then I walk back to you my shepherd desk. them their way home back to their desk. It's like I got bamboozled. Like how did, <laughs> wait a minute, what? And, I, and my comment was, I want somebody to just get in a perpetual loop of doing that. 
like they're like oh hey i wasn't finished and they come back to your desk and so you just do it again <laughs> and they're just constantly in a state of how is this wizard doing that why am i always ending up back at my desk and not actually getting my question answered oh i was i just about asked you if you tried this and i forgot you don't no i don't <laughs> no i don't i do actually have you a can cu- do it to yourself i do have a cubicle in my office though it's got a nice little like nameplate and everything on there wait you have an office there i have a cubicle wow it's not an office it is a cubicle no but still you have a space that 99 percent of the time is not used 95 yeah yeah just sits vacant yeah have you ever thought about doing something with it what could i do with it what could what could i do office space you might as well take advantage of it what i should do is make my office like my cubicle the gym like i should just put a flat bench in there and like some dumbbells and so i go in when i go into the office like that's my gym and then i just come home and do my actual work i think you're gonna get fired very quickly because then they're gonna actually see what you're you're doing i'll put up a privacy (laughs) wall. i'll put i'll just put up a privacy wall actually what i should do is start annexing everybody else's cubicles around me because there are a lot of people like uh the our office here in town is our engineering office and most of the time our engineers are having to like go out on sites and do projects and stuff so like that office is typically pretty empty so what i need to do is kind of like dwight in the office just making mega desk i need to like start annexing other people's cubicles and then just make mega cubicle but are there that many available oh there's yeah we have a fairly large office you realize you can have mega cubicle here like in the house i understand that yeah that's my home office I would start to question why you have your stuff everywhere, but... Okay, well... Whatever. So... <laughs> I, I don't... I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a response, but... Um, would you be mad if you came home... Uh, well... One... <laughs> do you have a stapler at your desk? Do I have a stapler? Here. No, I do not have a stapler. I guess you don't have to print anything out. You don't have any paperwork here. You just send everything in digitally. Yeah. Would you be mad if you showed up one day and your laptop was in Jello? I mean, I would assume that would ruin the laptop mm. potentially. I'm gonna I'm gonna find something and I'm gonna put some something of it. You oh, need a, that's you what need, you're getting at. You need some of that workplace culture and humor and jokes and practical jokes. You need that at home. So I'm going to bring that to you. I'm going to give you that gift that you're missing out on. See, but I don't think you will. I don't think you are. Is that a challenge? Is that a challenge? I just don't think, like, the amount of times I've seen you come home and want to do... Hey, Siri. (laughs) Remind me to. Order 10 boxes of Jell-O. Yeah. I will put so much crap in Jell-O just because you say I won't. You know what? I look forward to seeing the types of things you think you can put into Jello. Uh, I can't wait. I, I don't think not wait for the picture. I don't know that you. I don't know that you realize how difficult it would be to make that much Jello to put something large into that pot of Jello. You know how cheap Jello is like fifty cents a pack. It's like water and sugar and gelatin. But like uh, realistically, so what's the largest thing you think you could get away putting in Jello? You don't have you don't have the fridge space. Like where where are you gonna how are you gonna chill this stuff? I have a new fridge. Yeah, that can't hold like fifty gallons. It holds one hundred twenty six cans. 
Okay, so you remove the shelves. Like you again, know? what realistically is fitting in this mini fridge? I could put a decent size object in there. Like what? I I'll, I'll, I'll find something. I, I don't I don't want to spoil the surprise, but okay. I'll, I'll put something in jail, and it will be worth it. Well, I Ooh, excuse me. I look forward to the day that I find whatever you decide to put in Jello. Actually, you know what? You're gonna pick something that I don't even realize is missing, mm-hmm. and then the one day, dude, that that's gonna get terrible. Like it, it'll be something that it'll be six months down the road that I I just don't use, and then all of a sudden I, it's just can Jello mold? I mean, it does mold technically. <laughs> Like it is in a mold, so it molds to no, the like, cavity around it. Can it like mold? <laughs> like get like fungus? Uh, I and don't know. Shit on I it? mean, it's it's uh, it's water, gelatin, and sugar. So I I would say no. Hmm. I don't know. Everything's gonna break down and turn nasty in some way, shape, or form. So you're probably gonna want to look around your room thoroughly for the next two weeks or so. Oh God. I don't like these office hijinks. Well, this is I, what I'm you're missing already, out on. Yeah, this is what you're missing out on. But I, realistically, though, I don't know how much that actually happens. Like, when I did go into the office, that shit never happened. Does that happen at your office? Uh, no, I mean, there's there's some some little jokes and stuff. Uh, but you miss, the, you miss out on the uh, camaraderie that you develop with people. No, I, I agree. Like, there was... I when I was working in the office, that was my thing was just constantly like walking up to other people's offices or desk and just like shooting the shit for a while. And just like, yes, you getting to know your team in person is nice, which is part of the reason why I'm driving to, you know, North or South Eastern Ohio slash Kentucky area is because it's a customer that does a lot of business with us that I've yet to meet in person. So it's like, Oh, I should probably go do that. Are you required to do that? Like check up, check up on customers. Yes. Um, so before COVID, I was putting like forty thousand miles on my car a year, and like like I was driving to customers and all that stuff. But then after COVID, and everybody was like, "Oh, we can just do this stuff digitally." So Teams, Zoom, whatever. Yeah. I would just get on conference calls. The other thing is they don't. I don't ever want to come off as like the sales guy because, you know, I don't want to be like the used car salesman, like always be like, hey, what are you buying this week? What are you buying that week? So I kind of, you know, I check in on them every once in a while, but like there's only so much meeting in person can do. Like I'll take them out to lunch or something like that, but they're like, oh, do you want to see this panel full of all of our controls? It's like, I mean, it's a bunch of flashing lights. Like, I don't know what you expect me to get out of seeing this like panel, but they love showing it to me. I was like, yeah, no, that's my stuff. Sweet. See ya. <laughs> so I don't really know, you know, it, it, it's more interesting to like see the actual process in the plant and see like how everything's operating, mm-hmm. not the flashing light cabinet that's actually controlling it. Right. Yeah. I get that. Because like, I, I because it's like, oh, what are you doing about this part of your process over here? Yeah. Like the cabinet's not telling me that, but it's like, hey, how are you handling this? Oh, well, we use this. It was like, well, have you ever thought about doing this? So it helps me in my job a little, like when I can see their process, but not just like the flashing cabinet. What would be, uh, so let's take a step back here. So you're working in controls, like control sales, basically automation or anything like that. Yep. What's your dream job? We talked about this a little bit when Sean was on the the show, but. Did we? 
Yeah. Because oh. it was like... It, it, Shocking if, that I don't remember. Because it was that. like, if you could go back and do it over again, like, what would you what would you do yeah. as far as like school education or going for a job or whatever mine would have been something in sports either like sports management or it just clicked this was the grand rapids episode yeah wasn't it yeah um see see that's what we call induced state learning so it i just got to the point where i was back at the same state when i so here's something that I've been seeing a lot of recently is Mandela effect, like kind of where like you forget something, but then it like clicks and you're like, oh yeah. And that just triggered the Mandela effect in my mind. So there was something that I saw on TikTok that was talking about <laughs> like the little hesitation there. Cause you always judge me for that. There's so, so there was something I saw on, but essentially what on it, TikTok. But, but essentially what it was, was in the hunger games they're all they they go into the arena and they're all standing on these pedestals and they're waiting for the countdown timer to start the the hunger games in my memory somebody stepped off the pedestal early trying to get a head start and was instantly blown up i think was this the first hunger games i think so I don't even remember that man. It, it's been a while since I've watched that movie. So well, I, I it was it, because it it was. I thought I remember this. There was a white kid with blonde hair that I thought was like eyeing something. He was like trying to get a head start, and so like he left early to go run, and then he just immediately got blown up and killed. And so everybody else was like nervous that they didn't jump off. So are you sure you, a live audience is shaking their head that that never happened? Are you sure that's not uh, uh, was was the fucking thing that came out most recently? The uh, the game show the game what game show? the korean game show no 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 no, no. i i know I, I was trying to make a joke that uh, you're mixing okay, that so, up with red light green light so apparently i am the asshole because our live audience is telling me that never happened but there were multiple people on the internet like reddit had a thread about it, it was like oh no that definitely happened i remember that but then they're like no you're mixing it up with one of the parodies that had a hunger games thing but so were you of the assumption that that did happen like when they said it, i was like oh yeah i think i remember that but then i rewatched the clip and i'm like maybe it didn't when did this ever happen yeah i was like it yeah i don't know but like the mandela effect is something so we talked about time travel a little bit like with the simpsons and all that kind of stuff yeah there's another crazy theory i don't want to get into it it's a little bit morbid about like how the mandela effect like why the mandela effect exists and it's like i mean it's just a natural thing that uh, occurs over time i feel like but it's a collective memory that is wrong between a large group of people yeah it's it's uh i mean it's just something that naturally we do because we want to be right so we justify it in our heads huh (laughs) i just blew your mind that could be that could be i just watched that's a light bulb (laughs) my room is a lot more lit right now that makes a lot more sense than the theory that i heard but (laughs) okay now i want to hear this (laughs) i don't want to share it can we just let's the live studio audience it's just it's not just me and you right now everybody's seeing this happen so i I know that's real time that's why i'm a little more embarrassed (laughs) filmed in front of a live studio audience so the the this is the morbid theory and I'm gonna, I don't want to dwell on it because again it's a little bit morbid we've gotten a little dark in a couple episodes but um, right. essentially the theory uh, the reason the Mandela effect exists is because everybody 
is actually dead. Everybody you know is dead. You're dead. Everybody's dead. And because you know, like your brain survives like seven minutes or whatever, eight minutes after you actually die. And everybody says like your life flashes before your eyes. So you're like, you're recreating memories. And then everybody in your dream is collectively trying to remember something that you remember from your life. But they're just doing the best they can to piece it together. So that's why the collective memory is wrong. It's because like, oh, I remember this, but it's not exactly right because it's a collective of people trying to piece together memories that they had when they were alive. Interesting. So you say in my seven minutes or eight minutes right now, I've spent doing a podcast. Growing up, unfortunately, doing a podcast <laughs> with uh, six, seven listeners but we've a actually probably added one tonight. No, he's Maybe. he's he's here for he's not even paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, so we subtract one because of that. So that's what you're saying. But yeah, so I thought that was an interesting theory, but it, it's all those things like we're living in a simulation or you know everybody you know is actually dead or you know blah, blah. it's like all of those like how many drugs did you do to come to this theory type of thought. Dude, there's a lot of uh Dude, there's a lot of interesting stuff about drugs that I, I listened, uh, found out about, I guess, because of, uh, what was that project? MK Ultra. MK Ultra was like a program back in, uh, basically came out of World War II, after World War II, and uh, like during the Cold War. And basically what they were trying to do was give people different substances and and try different things on humans to get them to tell the truth or create like drone humans that would basically go in and assassinate like a person and do all these different they're just basically experimenting on humans mm. it, but in, in ways that weren't uh, they were they were pretty fucked up but that's how we got like these crazy drugs like LSD and all these other things so those mind-altering things in the 60s and 70s were purely driven behind the government releasing these drugs because of MK Ultra. I saw super interesting. I yeah, I've I've never been interested in psychedelics. No, not once. I, I never have I thought, man, I want to smell colors. Like uh, I've never gotten to that point where I'm like, oh yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's do I so mean, let's do that type of drug like it, it everybody's effect I, is different bro, everybody's effects are different i can't so. i can't handle my weed that's my assumption i don't know i can't handle weed like how am i supposed to handle a psychedelic like i would not recommend it for you then no i so. nothing nothing at all just can't. i mean that's, that's one of those things where if you go into it and you're paranoid then you're gonna it's gonna come out bad Right, but if you go into it with the excitement of, oh, this could be fun, like this is gonna be fun, and I'm enjoying it, you put yourself in the right state of mind to go into it. You know, that's my assumption. You I know, don't know. I've never done it. There is a job. People get paid to be um, trip guides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard about like this. people will pay other people to lead guide them through their drug trips. Yeah, it's it's for the person kind of like you who cannot control themselves and. Uh, sorry oh i can control, control myself my no but you but your mind and stuff and so when your mind starts to wander in a bad direction they guide you back in this other direction to let you have fun yeah that's it, what they're there for 
but so does that person also have to be like a like have experience with psychedelics or like do they i'm assuming they are experienced and know how to uh counteract or sway it the other way but but like how do you learn that i'm guessing through drugs but could could, (laughs) couldn't just anybody do that like if i was just there it's like if i was just like hey man it's okay you know we're we're just going for a little like could i not be that guy or do you like no, I don't I'm think you could. Not- I don't think you could because I think you have to be the type of person who's done it and knows what that person is going through. Mm. Yeah, that didn't help me that that last time. No, with the with no. the with no. the weeds <laughs> did not help me. Did not help. But that two person, people who were highly experienced did not help me one that, bit. That person was more just to be like, I don't know. They were just trying to get off the phone with you. The his, other person you're paying to be there to talk to you. His. Uh, by the way, the guy, my buddy, who recommended the dosage of edible that he gave me, his girlfriend was so pissed at him the next day. She was like, why the fuck would you do that to him? She she laid into him. He's like, he said he could handle it. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> at no point did I ever say I knew what I was doing here, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. no, it was just, it was funny. He really screwed me. I did play oh, like the, the, one of the best rounds of golf ever the next day. You though. and me both. Never invited back, but we invited him to Indy. Yeah, now they came down. We had a great time. Well, yeah, we didn't. We didn't have issues this time. All right, we got forty-five seconds before last call, and I'm going to uh, ask you one question. Okay. How many days would it take to paint the town with your cum? Oh man, how big's the town? Uh, hundred thousand people. Oh, uh, now, now wait a minute are, are we talking people or are we talking no, like no, not, landscape not, not paint the people but like you you can imagine the size, okay, of, the a size of a town based on the number of people, people. like okay. indianapolis that's a decent sized town indianapolis, indianapolis is like a million eight. people yeah yeah, yeah so like man, that's that's still a, large a tenth town. of time oh man i don't think i have enough time in my lifetime i, I don't think so either no, i think 100 percent not that's multiple lifetimes that that mm, man no was impossible. it impossible? Was it was it you, what, a live That's studio audience days. member that said three days, or was that you? It was not. Uh, maybe it was me. Was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just remember we were online last night and somebody said three days. <laughs> I, I want to say this probably fifteen saw, lifetimes. I said that's a very ambitious goal, but it's that time of the night. Wonder what time of the night is. It, it is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Um, I just looked up a bunch of riddles, and I have the top 101 riddles for adults and children. And you get to pick a number, 1 through 101. We'll do... Am I the only one? Am I the only one guessing? I don't know. A live studio no, I, audience. I, I, do you I, want to be involved in the riddles? I got. I've got some. I want to. Tell I got. As I got well. one yes. I got one no. And I got a okay. Two Why yeses. Not? The uh, the yeses. This happen. guy's gonna be good. So our live studio no, audience will help out Nick as uh, they do, try to do solve I get to these tell riddles. Some? If you want to, I, I've got like three that three or four that I want to tell at the end. Okay. So let's. I've got four. Um, I've got four. Okay. They'll go quick. I'll go ahead and start. All right. I need a number one through one hundred and one. Awesome. Naturally. 
69, for those of you who didn't hear. Riddle number 69. Oh. A girl has as many brothers as sisters, but each brother has only half as many brothers as sisters. How many brothers and sisters are there in the family? So... I'll, I'll read it again. Are, I'll, the, this one's this one's a little bit wordy. Not all of them are this wordy. <laughs> Hang on, let me write this down. This all is right. not conducive to my state right now. I, I will say that a girl has okay. as many brothers okay. as sisters. Same number of brothers and sisters. Yep. Each brother has only half as many brothers as sisters. So each brother only has half the number of brothers as they have sisters. Okay. How many total brothers and sisters are there in the family? Three. All right, we got a seven, we got a five. Well, okay, there needs to be a number for brothers and a number for sisters. Two got, brothers, three sisters? Three. Man, this is hard. I'm glad we have other people here because... <laughs> what do we got? Three and four what? It's going to be three brothers, four brothers. Boom. Yeah. Studio guest number two got it. Three brothers, four sisters. I I wasn't even doing that ahead. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, 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 do, I'll do one more for the studio audience, and then you can do your riddle. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, pick another number between one and 101. <laughs> Four, how about 42 how about 40 okay well, well 42 42 42 yeah, let's do 42 uh <laughs> this is more of a joke than a riddle what kind of band never plays music a rubber band yeah, yeah that was easy that was easy <laughs> which i would also disagree with you can absolutely did anybody else make a guitar out of like a tissue box and rubber bands and in the, yeah, the but paper the, towel roll but that's not a band itself. One person is not a band. Oh, you can have a one-man band. A whole contrary malfair. That's an artist. Mm, one the, person. The guy one sitting person. in the subway with his, his fucking bass drum. And oh, oh. He is okay. a one-man no, band. Whatever. But I that is an artist by himself. A singular person. All right. Would you a like to? A band is composed of artists. Mm. All right. Uh, where should I start? This one, uh, that one's kind of hard. All right. <clears throat> I think this one's pretty easy. It's a good one to start on. A man is alone in his house washing dishes. When he looks down, there are more glasses in the sink than there were before. How? They fell off his face. His own pair of glasses fell into the sink. Boom. Very easy. Very easy. Nailed it. We get harder. All right, go. Uh, what starts with E ends with E. Uh, and have and has one letter in it what starts with E and ends with E and has one letter in it studio audience oh envelope envelope it is envelope. <laughs> envelope envelope studio guest number two is absolutely killing it out here tonight no I I like as in EYE Uh, okay, we have another, but it doesn't have any E's in it. I, I, E Y E. There's one letter in between, but it's 
whatever. I, I, no, no, this is my it's show. Like, it's like it's that like that is a, wrong. Like Fuck you. It's my podcast. That is wrong. <laughs> All right, you got you, you got more. Oh, I thought you had more. I have I have ninety nine more okay, that well, we could go through. Go ahead and do two more. Two more, and then I got two more. All right. And I think that'll probably take us to the end. I don't know. Uh, number I'm just here so I don't one get through one hundred one. Twenty-three. Jordan, not Kobe, not twenty-four. All right. What? <laughs> what can you hold in your left hand but not in your right hand? Your left hand. <laughs> My dick is not the correct answer. What surprisingly, can you hold in your left hand but not. These your are right riddles hand? for children. Yeah. What? No. What can you hold in your left hand but not in your right hand? You can't hold your right hand in your left hand. Uh, I'll give you that one. The correct answer, according to this, is actually your right elbow. But your your oh, your, okay. your hand is also. You can't hold your left hand in your left hand or your right hand in your. Right no, hand. I I agree. So that's, I mean, that's a a fair. Yeah, I'll give it to you for your hand, but the the answer on the my website right wrist, is my. Yeah. It, it, it was. It said elbow. Sorry. All right. Uh, one more. One through one hundred one. Um, it's it's April first, so let's go number one. Oh, the first one. All right, number one. What has to be broken before you can use it? Hmm. Silence. That's 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 like a profound thought, but no, that's not the that's not the answer. <laughs> a, a condom. I don't know if, if you're a gold it. digger. I doubt your mic picked that up, but well, I just oh, said it. A, con- yeah, <laughs> a condom. If you're a gold digger, surprisingly, the riddles for kids. No, that is not. Well, that's how you get kids. <laughs> <laughs> that that's is how you get kids. That is how you get kids. Uh, what has to be broken before you can use it? A package. Um, I would accept that answer, but not the answer we have here. Any a other guesses? Package has to be broken before you can eat. Well, I guess you're not using the package itself. You're using the object inside of the package. So what's? But you um, see where I'm going with that one. Yeah. Well, it, you're on the right track. Uh. But it's a uh, food. It's it's uh, it's, an, an, it's egg. an egg. Yeah. So it, it's an egg. What has to be broken before you use it? It's an egg. All right. All right. You got another one? Yeah. Let's see here. Uh. Lose me once, I'll come back stronger. Lose me twice, I'll leave forever. What am I? Lose me once, I'll come back stronger. Lose me twice, I'll leave forever. What am I? Virginity. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that comes back. No, no, you you got that, uh, you go celibate for a little while. (laughs) Uh, I was. I also was gonna say boomerang. <laughs> I, I was gonna say boomerang, but I don't. Lose me. One. I come back stronger. Lose me twice. I'm gone forever. Uh, a boomerang. Uh. Lose me once. Come back stronger. Lose me twice. Lose me twice. I feel like that's that's the giveaway, but I can't can't put my finger on it. I, I don't know. Three, I think anybody? Two. Anybody? No, I think we might have been stunned. 
It is a tooth. Ah. Lose me once, I come back stronger. Lose me twice, I'm gone forever. Anatomy, crazy. Pretty amazing. All right. Uh, simple, a simple one here. Uh, I don't think it's that simple though. Alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsty, ever drinking, all in male, never clinking. The horse's name is Friday. What does that mean? <laughs> no, you have <laughs> no. I have no idea what that means. You've never heard that one? No. It's like a cowboy rides into town on a Tuesday. He leaves the next day, leaving on Friday. Yep, this one's going over my head right now. You haven't heard that? Or it's, nope. I, I, it's not exactly that, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. So, read it again. Alive without breathing, as cold as death, never thirsty, ever drinking, all in mail, never clinking. I hate these poetic ones. Like those, it just throws me off. There's like two big words. Find one more. I'm just all court confused. Because what, what, I don't think you're gonna get it. God, give me the answer. It's a fish. Oh fuck off! All right. Uh, let me let me see. Hang on. Give me give me give me give me, give me two seconds here. Uh. Okay, this is a good one. Gain a lot of me, you'll be heavy. Earn a lot of me, you'll be rich. Pounds. Gain a lot of me, pounds, you'll be heavy. Earn a lot, and you'll be rich. Pounds. Pounds. Like pounds sterling. Like for living in Great Britain. Yeah, for living in Britain. Pounds. The answer is dough. Dough. Pretty close. Hmm. I liked my answer better. Well, I hope you had fun on this April Fool's Day. We didn't really pull any practical jokes, did we? Uh, other than hanging out with you. Mm, yes, my life is a joke, isn't it? One big one. Great. This Love is your it. seven minutes. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Last Call podcast. For the Last Call podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Sorry. Nick Warner. Hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. Take me home. I know.